0: From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Friday, September 10th. I'm Sarah Rythe. Public health reported three more deaths from COVID-19 this week, all of them under 50, all of them unvaccinated. The youngest was a 36-year-old woman from Ukiah, a 43-year-old Covelo man, and a 47-year-old man from Ukiah also succumbed. And the county reported 77 new cases yesterday. Program Director Alicia Bales spoke with Public Health Officer Dr. Andy Korn yesterday afternoon when there was only one available ICU bed in the entire county.
1: Hospital is very crowded. They did get an extra respiratory therapist that was very, very needed. And they still have, uh, they are still reaching out to get another respiratory therapist. Throughout the country, the registries that we could depend on in December, they're just all dried up. And then the other thing is the staff who's been working through this whole time Uh, are exhausted. And so where they put on an extra shift here, an extra shift there, and I'm sure there are still many who are doing it, but they just can't keep doing it or they're going to lose their sanity and their families and that sort of thing. So in order to keep them going, uh, they are not doing, you know, they're electing to not do extra shifts. They're looking to try and get people to take short vacation. They were earlier in the spring and summer and they had a, a problem with staffing as a result of that, but they kept enough people in. Now uh, there are some real shortages, and 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 the people who are who are working are really burning out. They're they're really burning out, uh, not only sad and and uh, and it's very upsetting to see people you're working on and they die, and they're young people you can identify with them. Um, but you know there are other things. There's just when you're you're working that hard, you have other emotions that are not so good as well, and and I think. You know, the whole hospital system and the clinics are, are dealing with that, and, and it's very hard. It's one of the stresses that's on healthcare workers.
0: Corin spoke about an order he'd been contemplating to require proof of vaccination for indoor dining establishments, an idea that did not receive a warm reception from the local business community. He's now considering a recommendation that restaurants and bars require verification of vaccination from employees and screen the vaccination status of patrons before they come inside. The county fair is proceeding.
1: The plan is to have a booth outside uh, to do vaccinations out there, which has worked in a lot of other fairs. And we're trying to also incentivize that with a free pass to the fair. If you get a vaccination and, uh, and we would pay the fair uh, owners back by, you know, the County department of public health would be able to reimburse them. So yes, we're going to go ahead with the fair because I think it's a good cultural event for the community and we want to make it safe and uh, we want people to get back to as much normal as we can.
0: The vaccines are still highly effective.
1: They will continue to be effective if we don't have more mutations. And the problem and the threat for the that I don't think is recognized by the people who are not getting vaccinated is that they are the field that this virus is growing and multiplying and mutating on.
0: Dr. Corn will give a full briefing at 2 o'clock this afternoon. We won't be airing it here, but you can catch it on the Mendocino County YouTube channel or Facebook page. School is back to in-person learning, and the Ukiah Unified School District Board of Trustees met in person at their office in Ukiah last night, though the public was not in attendance. One item that's been in the works since well before the pandemic is an effort to offload surplus properties that used to be schools. Two decommissioned schools in Hopland and Redwood Valley were declared surplus in 2018, Last night, the board voted unanimously to begin the process to exchange the Redwood Valley property with GMB Realty, an Oakland-based company run by Gary Breen of Hopland Winery Campavita and Emerald Sun, a multi-use cannabis facility on the south end of Ukiah. Steve Berrickman, the school district's chief business officer, explained the process of exchanging rather than selling the property.
2: So what is an exchange agreement? It's really hard for school districts to sell property. The state really doesn't want us doing that. There is a way where we can exchange property, though, that is much simpler. It's much cleaner. It's much easier. And theoretically, it's much more expeditious. What's going to happen is we find a buyer who wants our property. We're going to find a property we want. They're going to acquire that property. Then we're going to do an exchange or a trade. That's the term exchange agreement. Um, this property could be for a future school site, it could be a revenue-producing property for the district, or it could be property for other district uses. It could be another warehouse or a tech center or things like that.
0: Two Redwood Valley residents called in to object, including Estelle Clifton, who said the site at 700 School Way is prime real estate. That's a really large chunk of land in the ideal location. That was donated for the community benefit, and I realized the challenges that uh, the dilapidated structure presents with non-compliant materials and ADA issues, but there's no recouping that kind of a loss. Berrickman said the costs of rehabilitating the property would be prohibitive.
2: I can tell you now the cost would be astronomical, and the ADA requirements would be insane. Uh, that is not a flat campus. If you'll recall, we looked at the cost of recommissioning Hopland not that long ago, For a much smaller, much flatter campus, it was well over $3 million. I would think it would be five, eight, ten times that amount to try to recommission that site, if that was where we needed a site anyway.
0: Trustee B. Arkin said the board has explored other options, to no avail. It's not okay to keep the building there just because it's a wonderful memory, she said. Trustees hope the property will be used for housing, and Chair Megan Van Sant sought to assure the public of one condition.
2: The property could not be used for cannabis-related purposes, which the buyer agreed to.
0: The school district now has an exclusive agreement with GMB Realty, which has a 270-day window to perform its due diligence on the property. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit KZYX.org.